0: It's the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast starring Henry and Naster. And this is Bottled episode number 79. And as you already know, two guys, two mics, two pints,
1: tall boy time. How you doing, man? Doing good. And, and you know, just enjoying the, the little football we just wrapped up. I, I did want to send out a personal, I guess, uh, message for Raheem Sterling. Um, I'm sure you heard the news.
0: Mm -mm.
1: Oh, well, uh, Raheem Sterling. He's top of the league. He's Ah. top of the league. And I'll lead it off that way. Um, I know City just drew this weekend. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, it just feels good to go into the international break knowing that we're at a good place. So I'm happy. I'm buzzing. Enjoying the tall cans, you know, the tall way. But how are you feeling, man? No, I I think it's... um I think it's it adds a little uh,
0: layer of uh, interest to the way things are going. You, you never figure that a team like Southampton, that, that how they've been doing this season, not horrible, not good, just you know meandering in there, kind of lingering around. You know they're uh, well, they're always a pain in the in city's ass for some reason.
1: Yeah, they're one of those health. teams. Yeah. Well, Hazen Hazen Huddle is. I feel like if there's a prem in the manager that deserves this title, he's a a, a David and Goliath merchant to me. <laughs> uh, obviously, he had that that win against Liverpool. Um, maybe it was it last season. Yeah, yeah when he, when he started, started crying. I mean, but he's just known for getting those results, but. You know, uh, fair play to Southampton because they, I mean, they scored on minimal chances, but they created a few chances. They played pretty good. I, yeah. I watched
0: that match and I was pretty entertained by it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I will say. I will say that
0: they did get lucky. They did get lucky not to get a couple of red cards.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the calls, you know, especially away can vary sometimes, but I thought this was a game where they definitely let them play. The penalty, I don't know. I'm not 100%
0: sold on it. I'm not even 50% sold on it, but I, I could see why anyone would call it or why anyone would think there would be a penalty. Now right. the the studs-up challenge against Laporte, what the fuck? I mean it was it was what clear' as day
1: yeah, clear, clear as day,
0: yeah. the and he and he has like huge gashes on his legs to show for it,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean there's no way you can fake that I, that was blatant uh Stonewall as they say, but um sometimes I feel like the 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 var or if not var at least even some of the replays they don't provide the best angles. Um, But I thought that there was it was clear and obvious. I thought that should have been called. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't see how that is not called, even after, even with the benefit of (laughs) of VAR. That's what it's there for. And uh, yeah, yeah. You can't even say that he was looking away. You can't say that he was uh, uh, reckless. Yeah, you know it was. It was. He knew what he knew what he was doing
1: intentionally. Yeah,
0: it was very intentional. So, you know. With that, and then getting away with the penalty, you know that's you know that definitely changes the game. But
1: and you know even Bruyne catching the post, man, I thought he was going to hit a worldie. But um, you know, in the end, they were uh, City were able to score off a set piece. But he did get the assist. Yeah, yeah, definitely great ball. I mean, and great run from Laporte. He was so ball close just at being offside. Like
0: Hovered in the air it was just slowly taking its time yeah and, it was like an
1: alley-oop you know and uh
0: yeah laporte had all the space in the world too
1: all, and great technique on the header too like i mean you running in headed down into the ground uh yeah, that's the I show no you. you know mm-hmm. it's textbook but i mean that's not how you expect city to score most of their goals and and credit to southampton i'm sure that this is also going to set somewhat of a template. Not only for some of the lower, uh, lower, uh, you know, sided teams, but even some some of the major teams. But,
0: but Southampton do have a have a pretty good style of football. It's not like most teams play employ yeah. it.
1: And a great uh, back, you know, partnership in the back too. Dude. I have to say they were uh, playing very intense, man. Yeah. They, they were going back and ben forth, Nurek. very, very yeah. tough.
0: And I know that dude Obroja, is getting a lot of attention now. Yeah, he's, he's on loan from Chelsea.
1: Yeah, he's he's playing really good. I mean. Uh, romeo despite being very old very effective and also kind of like the old man on the pitch that that does the dirty work you know he had a few also reckless challenges on Grealish that i thought should have been sanctioned in in some form but um yeah city players did not have it easy you know they got chopped down really but that's the that's the english way and, and that's what they pride themselves in and and it was a good distribution of that um but yeah we'll see what implications that has on the title run i mean there's still a lot of ground to make up. Yeah, there, and
0: there's a lot of uh, a lot of chit chat that Liverpool might still have a good chance.
1: Yeah, mathematically, I, I, like, yeah, of course. That's that's but, I think being a bit too optimistic for people to be saying that. But, yeah, you know, it, but it you know, there's enough there's enough football left
0: for you know City to draw a couple more times.
1: Yeah, mathematically, and, it could happen,
0: and maybe even lose yeah. here and there. You know, and then and then you really have a, a title race towards the end. Uh, but yeah, we're in the back half, and uh, man, I feel like this this international break just kind of came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it did. I wasn't even
0: like thinking about it, and yeah, it's it's really here to fuck things up. But maybe a good thing, especially with Afcon, you know, winding down, and uh, you know, players maybe needing some rest as well. You know, Benzema's overworked. A lot of people, a lot of those teams, where the rotation isn't as a uh, uh liberal i guess you can say right is coming along so yeah yeah it's it's uh gonna be an interesting uh a league when when everything kind of comes back together
1: yeah totally i mean it's had a good time i think it gives a, a lot of the players that are injured as well uh an extended time to recover yeah
0: it's not like one of those international breaks where you're like fuck again just when things are getting good like when you're watching a TV show and then fucking commercials come on.
1: It's not it's not like that. I think it's a welcome break. At like the I, end of the first episode. This is also the best part of the World Cup qualifying, the second half, where now it's mm-hmm. do or die for some teams. And for other teams, it's just, you know, keeping your place. Yeah, and so
0: just starting to tinker around.
1: Yeah, yeah, you man. Know, and you I, know, know, I love CONCACAF because it's how. most competitive there. I mean, we almost have pre-drawn conclusions already of what's going to happen in Europe. And... And even South America to an extent, although that's kind of spicy too. And I'm gonna definitely be tapping into that. Well, Europe, you still have uh, Portugal and Italy fighting for a place. Right, right. That that last jigsaw is, is the one that really. But all the all the other teams that were expected to make it made it. You know, um, you know your typical guys. You know, Spain, France. Um, you know, even Belgium, who actually have had a pretty good run up to up till now, so which maybe is a testament to Martinez as well, and having him for an extended amount of time and having a, a system embedded. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, I, maybe I'm biased, but I'm just going to have my eyes much more fixated on, on CONCACAF. Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, excited to watch the U.S., excited to see how how some of the lower teams or the fringe teams are going to respond. And, and, you know, also just kind of see how our players are doing both for Mexico, U.S., um, you know, Canada who who can field a strong eleven when healthy. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty excited. It kinda sucks that Alfonso Davies won't be there. Yeah, obviously, he yeah, has that heart yeah. condition.
0: Yeah, it's been a tough year for him in general. He's been either injured and now he's got that myocarditis. Yeah. A nonsense going on. And he's he's a huge piece for that team. That that's a different team with him. Yeah. They're good, but with him it's it's another level. And uh you know one of probably the undisputed best player in kokoka right now
1: i mean not curr- i mean currently but like based win on healthy, the past yeah yeah, yeah 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 win healthy yeah i think he's up there i mean i think right now he's got to be number 1 like if there's a power ranking that that obviously is going to have different players now but um yeah i think he's he's a big miss for for even byron you know let alone canada canada is like they they see him as like well, not only their best ever, but he's the LeBron ever. James of yeah Canadian of, football. He's the LeBron James <laughs> of Steph Curry's of Messi's of. Nah, he's yeah, he's there, thereabouts. He's the Wayne Gretzky of. Did, uh,
0: did we ever address that on the pod?
1: The uh, that that reference. I mean, you know what? Like that's I, that's
0: something that whoever's listening to should look up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually had no problem with it. I totally got what he meant. I, it's
0: it's just a very American thing, and I think it's uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's you know that's the best American to play basketball, and 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 in in some people's eyes, at least, and the best. <laughs> I love how you had that caveat. Yeah, and and um, you know, well, I think Pulisic is going to become more unanimous. But he is the best American to do it for the U.S. ever. Hmm. I know that's kind of pre like very early, but the writing's on the wall, really. Um, uh, I, I mean, and, and that five agree. o'clock shadow. I mean, <laughs> come on, I, I, I that guy to... could come out in a Marvel movie if he wanted to. But um, hey, is that a anyway? Um,
0: uh, no, I don't think I don't think it's that. Uh, I don't think it's that set in stone that he's gonna end up being the best ever. So is he like no the Steph Curry of,
1: of of soccer? Nah, 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 that's, no. no. I thing. think he's probably going to be more like fuck. I don't know. I think people really got uh like got but hung Dwight on the Howard. fact he got hung on the fact that I mean they got hung on the fact that they said LeBron James of football like meaning like the whole spectrum. I know what he meant when he's talking about specifically about American soccer, just specifically American. No, players. that guy,
0: that guy specifically said, yeah, he's up there with the Messies and Ronaldos. He said that in that clip,
1: right, right. As it pertains to the U.S., though, no, I, no. He
0: I, he's, he meant it. He didn't know what he was talking about. That that's what makes it hilarious.
1: I mean, he knew enough. He wasn't like he wasn't like inept completely. He, you know, and a lot of people he, also got hung up on the fact that they called him a striker, or a left winger, or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, well, he can play that as well. So the guy was not wrong. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I just like been, how a defender can play goalkeeper when he has to. No, it's not really that. It's actually he's literally played games at that position multiple times not only for club but also for country so I mean, yeah it's like yeah i mean i guess but he, when
0: you're describing uh kristen pulisic from a
1: place of knowledge you're not gonna you're not gonna say that but when when people ask you what, what position messi plays well you're like oh well i mean can play left wing or right wing it's like he could play a lot of shit you know so that's the the way i see pulisic and when people ask that those kind of questions because you want to describe him as a winger but he's a winger but you know he can play in the midfield as well and he can also play as a striker the way he did against mexico right so it's like yeah he's pretty well i mean as a
0: player you have to wear a bunch of hats at any given moment yeah but everyone has everyone has their position
1: well not not necessarily (laughs) i mean look at him at chelsea as well he's played in almost every part of the front three but but nine times out of ten
0: where is he playing on the wing
1: yeah, I'm no. I want mean, to say nine times out of ten. Okay, I think seven times,
0: seven out of ten. And
1: that's that's a significant most of the abortion. time.
0: Most of the time.
1: I mean, but yeah, some players have different positions, so you reference it that way. I mean, like yeah. we can talk about Ronaldo the winger or Ronaldo the striker. So it, it does make a difference. You can't just refer to a player as one position. Sometimes, ex- unless you're Zlatan, unanimous. That guy's a nine. He can't do that, fuck all. You know, he could do fuck all on, on the rest of the field. So. Obviously, I think we would call Dempsey a uh, center forward, you know, quite easily. But I think Pulisic is so uh, versatile that you could call him even a right wing back if you wanted to, uh, if Tuchel thinks so. Uh, but, you know, which would be insane. But. It's it's true. I mean, I mean he can. He can. He has he has the physical ability, sure. But I wouldn't call him a right wing back cuz that one is very rare. Right, you know? yeah. But I he's mean, played like other positions right. very, more commonly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, again, but you know, I I just I mean, it was pretty obvious. I mean, I, I again, that, again, we're getting hung up on that, but yeah. it was pretty obvious the guy didn't know. I wouldn't shit. say
1: I, I feel like no, I I thought he was a bit hard done. I mean, sure he he said some incorrect stuff or some stuff that was interpreted wrong. But I I I'll say for the most part, he was spot on, you know, but I, I get it. Like, people, like, it's a very, like, uh hip thing to do to just a clown on anything in the U.S. Like, oh, like, look at the way Taylor Twelman's announcing this game or, man, he's so cringe or, you know, I feel like, yeah, like, the U.S. is always going to be the butt of jokes. So I just kind of, like, laughed it off. It's pretty funny. But I think, yeah, I mean, people approach every sport the way they, ap- they approach, like, soccer as well. So... It sounds almost like they're referring to the NBA or to hockey or MLB, but that's just the American thing, you know? So, Well, I
0: think it's a human thing to draw a comparison. Like, if you were going to say something that you didn't really have knowledge of, like, fuck, I don't know who this guy, uh, uh, fucking Patrick, uh, Pat Mahomes is, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know, it, you're going to be like, well, he's kind of like, uh, man, he's kind of like De Bruyne, where he can make a pass like out of nowhere, you know, and, and yeah. from any position and this and that. I get that. I get that. I totally get that. But I don't know. Anyway, we got kind of sidetracked here. Uh, what were we talking about? We were
1: talking about just the CONCACAF and some of the, the better players, you know? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Alfonso Davies is a big miss. And um, we'll get into the games, I guess, in particular um, when it comes time to that. But we're at the end of the transfer uh, window. We're heading towards there anyway, and some pretty big moves have been made so far.
1: Um, what would you say is the biggest one? Um, if if true and confirmed, Vlahovic I think is the biggest deal. Not only you know monetarily, but in terms of implications, I think that's such a great get for for Juventus. Um, and historically, I, I didn't really realize this, but
0: historically, uh, uh, Fiorentina's best players.
1: They end up at Juve. Yeah. They yeah, end up common. at the old lady. Yeah. Um, you know, it's um, it's one of those things that it just conti- will continue happening probably in terms of Juventus literally just taking the best players from some of the, the best Serie A teams. But I, I really was hoping he came to uh, England, but, you know, obviously that didn't happen. You uh, mm-hmm. can't really blame the guy either. I'm sure it's nicer to live in Italy.
0: Yeah, um, that, yeah.
1: Besides that, you,
0: you know, we can't expect that everyone is dying to go to the prem. No, N- not, I, and not everybody actually looks at the prem that way. I mean, we do because you know we, you know, it's very much accessible, and you know,
1: all the games have a ton of,
0: um, uh, you know, attention to them.
1: Yeah, I don't look at it from a narrative perspective because I don't feel like that 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 would be a fair assumption. As I know, most people—I mean, not most people—a lot of people don't see the prem in that in that uh, regard, you know, and they have a tough a tough time acknowledging that it is the best league in the world. But I feel like, uh, from a monetary perspective, from the tangible things, I always felt that England had better uh, financial implications to offer, as as opposed to Italy, where they're really tight on money. So I, I actually really thought they were gonna—he was gonna go to England, as a lot of other players have, but. Um, We'll see. I think it's a good move. Juventus are a historic club. They might make champions. So I mean, yeah, it looks like they're doing uh, everything possible to correct
0: all the mismanagement that's occurred in the last uh, two seasons or so, uh, which happens to be the uh, the last time they won uh, uh, their league. Uh, but yeah, I think that's a big one, man. And also, we can't ignore the the language barrier.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure he. I mean, he feels at home in Italy too, man. Probably. And yeah. There's actually a, a big uh, Eastern European uh, presence in-, in in Italy, in particular. So. Yeah, family and
0: whatnot. Um, yeah, th- yeah, that all plays a part. Yeah. And Ju- Juventus versus Arsenal yeah. today. I don't know about level and yeah. like c- competitive wise. Yeah. Or- but but that that just that
1: you know that pull that a team like that might have that's pretty big yeah or you know just simply comparing beans and toast to you know cheesy macaroni and poponi with the best wine served on a delicate charcuterie board yeah I'm sure the missus prefers that than um, you know a pork pie
0: I don't know (laughs) mince pie
1: shepherds pie whatever the fuck they eat Uh, (laughs) but anyways yeah uh, I think that that for me was the biggest transfer as of now Mm -hmm. but uh, you know it's not over yet. Who knows? A last-minute deal. A blockbuster deal. Um, hey,
0: I don't know. We'll see. Who knows, yeah. Um, another one that, that was pretty big is uh, Anthony Marcial going to Sevilla. Seville, yeah. Did we talk about that last week? Was that like in the talks? I mean, I know there was like rumors that he was going here and there. And everywhere.
1: Um, yeah, we did talk about it on the rumors. However... I didn't think that they were actually going to go for him anymore. I thought Tecatito would occupy some of the same space, but maybe they have a, a different idea for Tecatito, so we'll see. But I, I think because uh, Mar- Marshall can play as a striker too, but really he's, he's a winger. He's just been
0: ineffective as a striker.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think he's just a winger, but that's another guy who, who can't. I mean, in a different system, you can't be a different position. So I think he has that nose for goal, so... Yeah, for but sure. it's his finishing has been off. His confidence has been back. I mean, bad, you know. So, um, yeah, I was surprised by that move, and I, I like it a lot because it's a fresh start for him. I think, I think that a uh, Spanish style can help, uh, you know, with his game because it might give him uh, more of an opportunity to to have a go at defenders, you know, because that sometimes in the Prem you have to opt with not having the ball for so long, and and trying to win head to head duels and stuff. It's just a different, you know, different beast. But yeah,
0: yeah. um, Well, I mean, if if nothing else, you know, the Spanish league is is very fast league. You know, you need pace, and uh, Marcel's got tons of it. He's got a very good touch, very good dribbling. But I don't know. It's a discipline thing. It might be an attitude thing. I'm I'm not exactly sure what what's the problem with him. Maybe it is like just a plain confidence thing. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't train well. I think that's half of it When players don't start And don't get a whole lot Of playing time hmm. You know uh, Ronaldo came and Fucked things up for them <laughs> So you know That that pecking order Is all screwed up
1: Yeah But it looks pecking? like The Who? hardest
0: workers Are getting playing time Cavani still works hard He still tracks back Yeah You know um, uh, Even Even Rashford at the moment He's
1: not getting A whole lot of uh, Playing time well, He's had He's had he's a little bit Of an improvement now. In the- he, yeah he He scored a goal yeah, and in mm. in recent the recent, funny because his well. very
0: first action in
1: that in that game this weekend was dribbling right into a, an opposing player. Yeah, and you have to live with those. You know, he might get one out of ten, <laughs> but that one he gets
0: yeah top in, except he doesn't do one out of ten. I he does it like twenty or twenty five times a game. <laughs> he loses the ball a whole lot, but boy, can that
1: can he finish? Can he finish? Aye, that he can. Shit, I mean, if y'all don't want them, we'll take them. <laughs> um,
0: uh, what else? Uh, what other transfers are, are transpired? Well, I mean, staying in the in the. Uh, I guess within uh, that blachovic Arsenal thing, Arsenal haven't picked up anybody, and yeah. uh, and everyone felt like they were the ones that needed to really, get, yeah, get bodies on that team because. You know, their one injury and then as we found out with with party leaving, you know, one player leaving away from kind of you know, collapsing.
1: Right. I was always under the implications that they really would only go after somebody if they were able to sell Bamiang, But it was the worst possible transfer window in that regard, because not only did they have locker room issues, he had health issues with covid and and also behavioral issues in terms of you know not following covid protocols or going out to dinners and parties when he's he was away on on supposed holiday uh to to be with his family so it's just like i feel like he really tarnished his image they are not able to sell him for a good price so they're gonna have to bite the bullet and, and try to re-implement him or s- simply sit him sit him out and exile him the way they did ozil The way Madrid has somewhat done with with Bale, you know, players like that. Uh, Barcelona might be doing that with Dembele now. Um, No, no,
0: they were very, (laughs) very, uh, (laughs) very transparent in their treatment of of Dembele. And that's actually my notes.
1: Uh,
0: They're launching like a full-on PR campaign. And it's funny because a couple of weeks ago, he was, oh, no, he's world class. We're going to keep him. We're going to do everything. We kind of come to an agreement, this and that. He has some Masia essence to him. And uh, you know it's funny they're like yeah he's world class you know everyone Xavi a, a, anyone involved with, with Barcelona was was saying as much, and a, then he's uh, like word okay then um, pay me world class money and they're like whoa, whoa. Ah, he's not gonna be part of this club he's not you know we want him out as soon as possible this and that and very very upfront about it they yeah. like those were their words from from their. <laughs> Shit. Dude, it was very,
1: very uh, egregious. Well, you almost know, shameless. We we should have some respect for the fact that they're able to be honest with the press. <laughs> and, uh, how we many- always,
0: and we always ask for that. Right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I yeah,
1: don't know. No, those no. were I think there there were there could be a more tactful way to go about it. It right? sucks because you can't go back on those words now. It's like he's he, he's gone or he's gone. And you know why? He's probably going to stay. And he's, he's going to do the bail bail 2.0. Oh, dude, I, I, he has to. Right. Yeah. I would. I wonder what his favorite recreational sport is off soccer because we'd have to make a banner for him <laughs> and and put the abbreviation in order but ah that's tough, you know. But that that kind of situation is so toxic to a club and and I feel like I'm that's my point with Arsenal going back to the, to them it's um they don't, you know, their ownership as a whole already isn't going to spend a whole lot cuz American owned, you know, crankies um it's funny cuz uh a big, you know big we were goal. talking about American football and
0: uh uh Arteta was actually seen at the playoff games this weekend with Kroenke in the in the booth really in the in the stands yeah I don't know if it was this weekend but it was very recent
1: <laughs> I didn't see that dude that's yeah. funny
0: Yeah he was in there and he was talking to you know he was observing the match but you know obviously he's in there he's like hey uh So we're going to need that war chest again. (laughs) For real. And for those that don't know, that's the uh, Arsene Wenger reference. Uh, Every time a transfer season would come out, it would be the war chest for for Arsenal because they would sell and sell and sell and not spend. And apparently they had a ton of money, but. Yeah, but fuck all. You know, Arsenal would most benefit from signing, you know, two, three players.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like. It's tough. It's tough to do in the in the winter window, um, but yeah. you know Newcastle are doing it by by really going for players that are on expiring contracts or you know are are kind of discounting or splurging. I mean they can splurge too, but not you know the thing is the best deals are going to be on those kind of players and Arsenal well, don't want to bother anymore. Well,
0: Arsenal or I mean Newcastle are they're desperate to get out to get out of relegation zone.
1: Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, my point being, though, I think they would go for even crazier talent, but to be able to afford a number of players, they're not going to go for crazy quality. But, like, you know, they've gone for Gossens, and they, they're they trying to go for Gumaidish. And, you know, they're players that are good, top, actually, but they're not, like, A-list, you know? They're not going for the A-list, guys, because... Well, well, they're going they to justify they're the, spending. They're gonna
0: find themselves in a weird position because in order to sign these guys... um. And as far as I know, they're they're actually signing them. They're not like, taking loan deals. You know, there's loan deals rumored like, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Mm. Lingard, I forgot. Uh, Jesse yeah. Lingard. Jesse uh, Lingardino. Lingard, and then there's um, I think even Dembele is rumored for a loan. Uh, Martial was 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 rumored for a bit. So there, there's a few out there, but it, you're signing players. You're signing them to a contract. It's not like you can... It, it's not like in the summer when they're like, okay, we're for real now. We can spend whatever we want for a, for a striker. Okay, but you, you still have Chris Wood, and no one's going to buy him. And what do you, you still have to pay his wage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And justify the spending, too. And, um, so and Tottenham find themselves in a weird position where they're, they're also trying to get people, but no one wants to sign you know, um, they're either getting bigger offers, like uh, I think even Guimarães yeah. was uh, rumored to them. Um, uh, who else? Uh, was it Diego Carlos or was that Newcastle?
1: Uh, that's Newcastle knocking oh, on okay. the door.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to conflate the two.
1: Man, but that, that would have been a solid signing for them. They need. I think they need to go for those players before going for these uh, starlets in the midfield, because John Joe Shelby, for me, is a starter. Um regardless of who they're able to sign i think you gotta you gotta have that guy on there he's playing pretty well right now and you know almiron maximin okay you're pretty set up front um you just got chris wood you have joe ellington as backup right then maybe one of the Longstaff brothers for midfield depth and then yeah sign up one midfielder and for me one or two center backs would have been the wisest thing but hey, well, that, I mean, that's what they were trying to do with Diego Carlos. But yeah, that, that would have been a Sebio big Sevilla was like, mm, mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, we oh, need you more. got the black Amex. We Fuck. we need more than that. We need more than uh, forty. <laughs> yeah, we all gonna have to get topped off here, man. Because <laughs> they already got a, a Trippier. <laughs> oh, that's get. true. They, that's a good pickup. See, I was like, I was on board with that signing. I'm like, there you go. And he's looked much better in the recent games. His his debut was a bit weird. Didn't, wasn't his best. Well, I mean, um, he had like two shock. or three days. Yeah, he's never played in England before, pardon him. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, but no, no, I mean, another defender would be class for them, really. I mean, they, I think the, the, the defender, one of their center backs that they have now, uh, F- uh, Fabian Schar, he was on the very, like, the very corner of a, of a list that you sent me. It was a, like a grid. And, you know, the bottom left is always the worst. Like, you're terrible at aerial duels, terrible at composure, terrible oh, at passing. progressive passing? Yeah, all that. So it's like, damn. Like, I was like, yeah, they're, they're struggling. Um, may we offer you Laporte? <laughs> uh, imagine that, dude. Somebody like that at oh, Newcastle. Man, yeah,
0: that, that, would, uh, that would be such a huge difference for them.
1: Yeah. But, but with uh, all
0: the signings that they're doing, all the money that they're spending, it, it you would think that. With that quality, it's enough to get them out of relegation battle.
1: Yeah, up the fucking tune, yeah? <laughs> Come on, lads. How are you the lads? Yeah. I love the tunes, man, but uh, our Sunderland listeners won't quite appreciate that. Uh, you <laughs> know, uh, uh, do those people still exist? Is Sunderland still a team? In the river where we used to build the boats. Ah, man. Real small town people, yeah. They were kind of Brexiteers, but don't don't pay attention. <laughs> don't to that. don't
0: hold that against them. They still like football.
1: Yeah, hot shit. That's so grimy, bro. On the way, lads. Yeah, while they fucking root for Josh Maja and, and you know all these players that are immigrant. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. Anywho, uh, what's well, another major transfer that that may have happened? Well, I mean, um, we
0: were talking about Tottenham and uh, one of the biggest. Uh, uh, rumors for Tottenham was was Adama Traore. Right, right. What a player. And you were just telling me right now that he's that Barca might be getting in his ear a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I think they have a little bit of a of the upper hand in in those negotiations. It's his native nation he comes from from the Oh, he's a Masia product. He's a Masia product, one of the many starlets that have really gone out of Spain and just really just giving the academy a great name. And, and I thank him for that. I think about my Danny Olmos as well. You know, guys that really had the nuts to take that voyage. Now it's homecoming. It's time. funny. Cause, Come home, uh, Papa. You know, I have this thing about
0: Masia because it, it's like the Masia nuts is just like forever existing in uh, Barca supporters' throats. Um, uh, but yeah. the, obviously, if you're good, you stay on the team, you stay with Barca, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you get your Piquez, your... Piques, your uh, well, is Pique even from Masia? Whatever. Ansu Fati, Bye, Xavi, is. Busquets, uh, you know, and so on. It's it's a very long list. And if you're not good, they they send you somewhere else. They send you to England, Germany, what have you, Valencia. Right, right. And then, uh, you know, they kind of cast you away. But now that they're in troubled times, and then the players that used to represent them,
1: you know, F- Fabregas got
0: even to an extent. You know, and he came in in a tough time. You know, he he grew up probably one of the best players, you yeah. know, that they've ever produced. So it's tough on him. But then they're like, Oh wait, we actually need you back and
1: they're like, Oh, okay. If your level's but not up to it at the time, there's no place for you here, son. But they have this they have this stupid pull. I yeah. I
0: think I see them like Mormons, man. Yeah. They just have this This tight knit this community. This, no, just uh, this chokehold on your uh, entire being somehow
1: and you're mm. indebted to them for 10% of your income for the rest of your life and I think it's, it's kind of like paying off your college loans you know <laughs> now it's a sacrifice you have to make but you're always going to be known as class of 95 La Masia Barcelona and, and that degree speaks numbers when you, when you show that to somebody like yeah I'm a Masia product you can know off the rip that I know how to play possession ball yeah I'm, I'm unselfish I'm humble I'm not, I'm not going to be toxic to the locker room. And, and that's something that we can't see from from not every sports academy. And so I, <laughs> I think that is a big pull. And I think it's time to come home, back to the nest, go out with a good legacy, you yeah. know, because you're not going to get that at Wolves. You've been good, but it's time to come back. I th- and, you know?
0: and the thing that's also working against Tottenham, in my opinion, is just they have this, I mean, it's where their it reputation stinks. works against them because they have all the money. They have all the the, the facilities, marketability the, yeah. facilities, um, everything. They have everything that a big team has. Nice city too, man. I yeah, mean, they're in North London. Yeah, they're in North London. Yeah, North 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 London. yeah. Um, they have everything that a big team needs to be a huge ass pole. But they're not getting these players that they want because they they stink. Because their reputation ain't, ain't that shiny, man. They, they want to get there. And they're, ah. they're, they're that, they're that weirdo kid, right? That, you know, the, the, he's kind of, he's dorky. He's not funny.
1: Yeah. He's
0: kind of lame. But he has all the cool clothes.
1: Oh, shit. That basically really,
0: describe me, G. But go oh, on. Dude, yeah. Well, I was kind of looking at you as I said. Ah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's always that weirdo guy that, that just had had good clothes. And uh, I think that's Tottenham's trying to sell themselves. That, and they can get there, obviously. You know, eventually they might win a title or two here right. and there. I, I foresee them see getting something in the next five years. You know, I just think uh, I just think a lot of players don't look at them as a uh, you know if Barça's calling, if Bayern Munich is calling, if Chelsea, hell, even Arsenal to an extent.
1: Yeah, yeah, calling.
0: I mean, their their checks clear just as well as Tottenham's do.
1: Well, if it's on first installment, but <laughs> I mean, uh, no, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I think it's it's a matter of what he wants, and I I, would, I could see him edging towards Barcelona. Um, but you know that that is pretty convenient though. How how Barcelona have that pull. Because I'm imagining if he does come, they're just gonna sell him on the fact that you're gonna be home, you're gonna be enjoying it. This is going to be your role. But that wage is not going to be that great. I imagine that whatever fee they pay, it's going to be the absolute, you know, they're going to try to squeeze that down as much as they can. Well,
0: they're going to talk him down on his wages. Yeah. yeah they're, they're they're gonna like, just hey, think about it. We need hey, you right hey, now. Yeah. You know, we created you. You know, obviously any wage that a footballer is going to get is crazy. But yeah. Yeah. I we can really see you. <laughs> I can really see them just.
1: I fucking made you. Like negotiate. Play for fun- us for free. Sheesh, that'd be nice. Yeah, they got that, that Mormon pool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what other rumors are there? Um, well, this is an, an ongoing rumor, but I guess it's worth mentioning. Uh, Brendan Aronson, um, you know, leads some they're ready to stroke him, you know. Uh want well, to get you. get him in a in the best five star hotel, let him party it up. But well, that's not really Brendan Aronson, really. He's one of the most professional players I mean, look at him. you can imagine. I mean, guy just keeps his head down, gets up by his bootstraps, an honest runner. You know, that's <laughs> that's a player that if you're playing with him, you can count on him. You don't have to worry like fuck, I know Brendan's lazy ass didn't track back. No, he's he's where the left back should have been, my boy. But he's cleaning that mess up. The guy covers the most, so he's out of position. Got it. The most distance in Europe, he's in the top one percentile. Huge numbers, huge, huge numbers. I think he'd do bits at Leeds, and I hope that they match whatever price Salzburg wants. Um, now, as a player, do you do you fancy playing in Champions anymore, or do you like the is prem? That a step up? It's like a it's it's like a Euro step. You know, it's like you kind of do step up, but now you're in a tougher position because there's. There's a big wall in front of you you're not there at Champions League can you elevate this team to that level I think he can um on his own I mean he's going to be a, a a large a large reason why I think um his his well, world I mean
0: Salzburg was in Champions League before
1: him and they'll be there after him Salzburg yeah but he's a he's a crucial player for them now he he plays in all their games I mean there's a reason why he has so much distance co- you know covered but I think if you were to come to Leeds he's an honest player not the guy that maybe is going to bag 20 goals a season, but uh, you know, in, in the way that James Milner was so important for City and, and continued being for Liverpool, especially as one of the most, you know, extensive servicemen that ran every play. Who also played for Leeds? Yeah, it's, you know, it's crazy, dude. That's really always been their thing. But um, I think Brendan Aronson should go there. I'd love to see it. I mean, if he can do it there, I think he can do it anywhere because uh, you're playing at a tough, from a tough perspective in the Premier, not at a front running team. So, he'd really have to show us what he's made of. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that, so that interest has intensified from, from, uh, Leeds for him. You know, the prices are, are just kind of creeping up in the vicinity of 30, uh, going on to 40 now. Uh, oh, nice. It, it's just a matter if Leeds want to pay that. But that's a lot, I think. But, you know, I think it would be worth it. Um, going back to Barcelona, though, um, you know, they want to go for another fullback, Thomas Mounier, and bring, uh, send Dest the other way, packing. Um, I like that move for for uh, particular... Just a straight-up swap? I'm sure there might be some cash considerations or, or some other details, but as of now, there, there's no uh, f- like figures yet. It looks like it is going to be a straight-up swap. Yeah, that
0: doesn't make sense. Why not? Well, because
1: Dest and, uh, only has higher
0: potential, but might even be a better player right now
1: yeah i guess i mean i mean i, I respect munir for his reputation and his history he's a good player but no i, I think yeah. dest is better now for sure and i think it was crazy that the cies re, uh, released a list of top 10 most expensive vinicius was up there foden was up there and Sardinio des was like in that top 10 and he was worth a stupid amount
0: Vinicius, mean, yeah
1: yeah so it's like uh but Dest was like in the in the triple digits. And I don't think Was he's he? yeah I don't think he's worth that by the way but oh, but uh, truthfully you know I I think I know, yeah I know what you're talking about but is getting undercut for sure
0: yeah it, um, like you said it might it might also be like a
1: they also like really a, don't like want money
0: him. added to it yeah and Xavi's <laughs> very very uh, blunt in saying that he doesn't want him which is weird because in that. Uh, in that Super Cup thing, the Spanish Super Cup. Right. He played uh, Alves instead. Of, if you're actually trying to win that, why are you playing Alves instead of Dest? Doesn't make sense to me. It's, well, I
1: mean, it's because Alves, you know, the history that he has. He, has he's, not, he, he's not
0: the same player he was before, man. Like, his abilities are, are so far from what we used to know him as. Oh, yeah. man. Here's that... that Penalty call or that that foul call that oh, uh, pulled back a uh, Tottenham's goal against Chelsea.
1: You didn't quite agree with it.
0: I don't know. I, th- I thought I felt like it was soft, but why are you sticking your arm out?
1: Yeah, it's just a, a, a natural, um, I guess, and instinct. and Silva's you know clever enough to feel that and
0: throw himself he, and the ball. He's not getting to the ball. That, that that result probably happens even if he doesn't you know stick his arm out but stupid ass see players have this like think oh yeah dude that's not pushing him down there's no way you're like just players have this thing that they stick their arm out and they pat you on the back or they or they like kind of do a little a mini shove when yeah. they're turning or whatever
1: i I just felt it has that. no effect it was uh it was a bit dirty on Kane's part. I mean the guy's a huge you know, he's a big player, I think uh yeah, you gotta be careful there.
0: Yeah, the ball's coming behind, uh, Silva. I don't know if I don't know if that made a huge difference there. But it's stupid and it, it is a foul. Whoa. Anyway, um where were
1: we? Oh, the Munir or Dest, uh uh situation <laughs> yeah that's a straight swap you don't see those too much in uh you know in in the in the league so pretty crazy uh sticking with tottenham though i feel like we we wove through both of those topics with we barca spurs barca back to spurs they're rumored for a really top winger slash striker really um who i really like um luis diaz the south american uh the colombian um obviously he's been rumored to liverpool as well but you know tottenham want to you know woo him and i think that'd be a a a very good signing the only thing is that they've been pursuing him the price has been noted that he's an 80 mil buyout guy so you got to be ready to pay 80 mil or thereabouts they might be able to try to work with you but is he worth it i think he is yeah i think he is i'm i mean i've been high on him for a while I, I've noticed him play and, and I I like his skill set, man. He's a big game player. Big game player. Like he actually uh scores in big moments, you know. Just has the, the courage, the personality. Uh and, and I like those players. So yeah. But you know, City's obviously stacked, he's probably he probably won't come, but that'd be a good move. Well City have uh, themselves another uh
0: South American player now. Julian Alvarez. No, no, that's not how you say
1: his name. That's
0: uh, the next Kun Agüero to you.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. I think he'll actually surpass him. Uh, Say,
0: no, no. Like, yeah, for real.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and I think that he's already shown that he's been able to play in the Argentine League more than Kun did. So he's already built that maturity. Um, I think he's just going to do bits in a city kit. He'll play every single game, full 90. And no injuries either. Exactly. But, Shit. Um, yeah. Uh sticking with the uh he doesn't quite <laughs> buy that. No. no, no. <laughs> you can have one look at a player and tell you and I can tell you. He looks good though. I I won't lie. He looks good, but I don't know if he's a I don't know if he's cut out for for the big Premier League, you know? Yet I think he needs to show what he can do at at another club. Even somebody as low as PSV, you know? A a team that that will give him a 90 every week. Um and and if he can do it in in Europe then you know we can have a better gauge but like cuna for example was scoring at a higher rate before he came to city and he was only i mean when he came to atletico and he was very young you know to be fair he did get a young debut as well you know i think he was 16 or 17 he was very young yeah he he had broken the record at the time since then i think it's been broken again if i'm not mistaken but um yeah man i i don't know i for (laughs) there are people that are suggesting he's as good as agüero Or thereabouts, or can be the next Agüero. I think it's premature. uh, It's just, it's just. It's an honest piss take.
0: It's just the you know Argentina thing. Nothing really to see there. Uh, I wouldn't take
1: that seriously. Can he still be good? Sure. I mean, sure. I mean, I told Kevin jokingly, I'm like, he's he might be like an Ayozi Perez, man. You know, that's an Argentine. He's decent. I mean, he's not exactly. He's not that good. Uh, Lucas Alario had a really nice goal this weekend, by the way, for Leverkusen. He's Hmm. one of the guys I kind of have in mind for the number nine position for Argentina because Dybala, he's he's he's, not even a nine on his own. He gets stage fright, you know. So, wow, um, and that's fine, you know. Not everybody has that confidence. It's a
0: positioning thing too. Yeah, you know, a lot of players aren't gonna. There's been a lot of players' careers I think that have been affected solely based on the fact that Messi exists.
1: Yeah, he's he's the Manu Ginobili of, of Argentine soccer. <laughs> ah, sorry, I was trying to do the American thing. Uh, but no, uh, you know, I, I, I think Dybala is just, he's hard to gauge because he doesn't uh, really show consistency also on health. So in that case, maybe he is like Aguero. Um, but, you know, I think that's a big glaring miss for Argentina. And, and I think... Julian Alvarez i mean he he already has a national team call up so I guess that's something of note, but' well, we won't know until we see what he can do yeah what does that mean a national team call up you know i think for a for a national team like Argentina it kind of shows that well you've been rated highly you know you're you're rated higher than than other guys that means like mm-hmm. you're up there with the angel Correas so of the world you know who I know is isn't like A-list But he's still He's still a proper player You know I think he's solid Yeah um, But you're there yeah, No abouts- no I think I think there's a lot of merit In being Luis Suarez a um Sidekick Yeah I mean well That's the thing Before Luis Suarez even Knew what it felt like In In Atlético He was already there Putting up numbers You tell me Huge Yeah Correa man Don't sleep I know I know he's kind of a prick He can be kind of dirty He but wouldn't
0: be there If he was not Argentinian uh, he he's
1: you'll, you'll never same, same g- like Depaul. You, you're not that g- team.
0: That team has uh, really regressed with having Depaul on that team. You're, you're
1: not gonna. You're never gonna give him the People, fair shake. Uh,
0: and uh, there's there's uh, reports, rumors, whatever you want to call it. That there's a lot of a uh, kind of a uh,
1: discontent uh, kind of surrounding uh, Depaul. Uh, well, it's premature. I assure you. I can't expect the guy to tear it up in his first season. He's getting to know the league. No,
0: oh, no, he's played there before. Serie a. He played at Valencia. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but you know he, he, he witnessed a different era. Oh, well, he was of, good, but He was Liga. supposed to.
0: He was supposed to be an engine well, in that. Well, that's, uh, I mean, and we're six months, and I.
1: You know, as as the great uh, Kevin Summers would say, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but you know, okay, so we're talk, We were talking initially about Correa... Let's not forget clutch time, baby. He he got let to go the go the titles really. Last game of it's the
0: season. This is a circumstantial thing. I don't ah, believe in clutch. Sheesh. I don't believe in clutch. Perform over over, you know, a period of time. He's a big don't, game. Don't playing. focus on the last minute. Don't focus on the last ten minutes. Anything can happen.
1: Hey, hey. Fuck
0: I, even the, the keep you know what happens in the last minute when you're down? The keeper comes up. And if the keeper gets ahead or what is he suddenly clutch? No, he happened to be there.
1: Well, last time Ronaldo and hit a game winner, you called him clutch. So, so what are we what are we on about? Is did it? I? I I think so. Or at least you inferred it. The guy the guy that scored a hat trick when he had to and you know, who's to say that Correa can't do that? I mean, maybe not to that but, capacity, but he has not But he could score the, 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 that the Well, there only there's only a few guys who who have ever done that in the history, but I'm saying like he can score the game winner, you know. A few times he's done it and I, mean, I a think lot of players nice. have scored. To the, I think a he's winners. nice. I, One of the best strikers from South America currently. You think so? Who's who's touching him? Cavani, off off of legendary status, I get it, but today, you know touching Am I I don't know. Lautaro? <laughs> Lout- Bless you. Cheers. Um, I'll take Lautaro over Korea every day. Fair enough. I And twice on Sunday. Yeah, no, I I can't get behind that. But you know, if you say Iguain, I hear you. But um, hell, even Aguero with a heart condition is better than that bloke. Yeah. Uh, but any anywho, um, sticking with uh, well, we already discussed Marshall. It's all sad that he retired, man. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Just another break for Barcelona. Yeah. Fucking snakes. Um, but sticking now over to the CONCACAF side. Uh. I'm going to start with the D.C. United move. They get a record transfer fee for their own club. $2 million. Uh, yeah, that'll probably pay a quarter of De Bruyne's contract uh, yearly. Fuck's sake. Um, $2 mil <laughs> for Ariola. Ariola goes to FC Dallas, who are spending that peppy money. Uh, and, you know, I think it's a good move for him. Goes to a bigger market, maybe can have a chance to get some silver where he's going to be l- linked up with Pereira, I mean, sorry, Ferreira. And, uh, yeah, that should be exciting. Um, sticking with CONCACAF, uh, DeAndre Edlin uh, officially canceled his contract or, um, you know, I guess you, you could say canceled his contract uh, with Galatasaray. He's set to join Inter Miami. Was he being mm, abused? Um Ah, I think that's a bit of a personal question, to be fair. I I don't know if he has any history of that kind of stuff, uh, you know. But it, you mean, like, vitriol from the fans? Well, sh- that's always possible. Turkey really doesn't have much of a filter, I'd say, you know, in terms of fan base. But it's a cultural thing, you know. It's just they've seen a lot. They've experienced a lot. It's just a natural reaction, fight or flight. And, yeah, you know, I'm sure there's some culture shock for uh, for DeAndre Edlin and it's become apparent now some teams are some people are saying he might go to the Prem I don't think he would I think he's definitely coming back home I mean is he physically still fine like still, his speed he, is still there his speed is still there I mean he he is an attacking mm-hmm. threat but I think his injury record is what really sets him back now cuz you know at one point he was he was at Spurs Newcastle uh, and Sunderland in between which was pretty wild but he he was playing at a high level um but you know injuries catch up to you and at one point he looked like the best right back we've had in in decades right but
0: well he was supposed to be the guy yeah. for them
1: and he was but i mean it's crazy yeah, like true, yeah. a little bit later we found out that there are there's better levels in him i think obviously Dest is it's just a different uh, standard of player uh, well, I mean, Dest is... Uh, in terms of being technical. Te- technicality, yeah. Mm. Technically speaking, yeah, he's
0: he's better. Um, but effort and physicality, you oh, know, yeah. you'd have to
1: give it to Yedlin. Yedlin is like... Uh, by a mile. The general value Kyle Walker, you know. He's just a big body, you know. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> kind of buff. Well, you know, it's crazy because he actually was an understudy to Kyle Walker, too. And I think that was... Oh, at uh, New. No, yeah, at, uh, at Tottenham. At Tottenham yeah. And, and I think Tottenham were grooming him to become that guy, but... It never quite manifested. And also, they had Kyle Naughton at the time. Did they also have Trippier? Trippier. They had, like, they were stacked at right back. So, he never got his go, so he kept getting loaned out. Danny
0: Rose was there
1: for a while, too. Yeah, and he rose to the occasion, you know? So, it's like... Well, like a flower, he blossomed, and then... And then shit went south. Yeah, footballers worry about their mental health, too. A message brought to you by... uh, (laughs) Nah, but, you know... In any case, uh, sticking... Consult with your doctor. Consult with your doctor. Side effects include. Well, I think, for, uh, to you, be you fair, right? if oh. you watch Newcastle often, you'd probably be pretty depressed. Ah, or, dude, yeah. Or play for Yeah, 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 yeah. But mm. that's all going to change this season. Next year. Next year's their year. Yeah. Um, but lastly for CONCACAF... Well, actually, no. I won't say lastly. Lastly for U.S., CONCACAF. Um, two players from, you know, the U.S., eighteen, both 18... Uh, Justin Che from FC Dallas going to Hoffenheim. And Kevin Paredes from uh, D.C. United, I think, going to uh, Wolfsburg. So uh, they're probably either going to play for the reserves team or or be like rotation players, but, you know, just a a few more off the conveyor belt. Development. Yeah, development. And just so they can come back and play for, you know, the Timbers and Sporting Kansas City, right? The amazing thing is with Ah. with the
0: numbers game is not everyone's going to pan out. Not every move is a big move. Not everyone's going to get regular playing time, but the good ones, you know, you're just putting more people and in, in more opportunities to succeed, to to develop. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah.
1: you
0: know, I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Nah, good. it's good for them. And, you know, obviously, like, I think there's eyes on, on the U.S. more than ever. I think you mentioned it earlier, but records are being broken um, every year now in MLS Every transfer window really yeah i i feel
0: like I hear that all the time the m l s record this m l s record that and you know
1: there's more money there's more money around yeah more money, more problems or more power for some but uh yeah Shit, man, i, I say m l s is on the right on the right path um and and yeah uh moving on to uh, you know a mexican player uh italian mexican um eugenio pisuto. Uh, joining uh, FC Draga In La Liga Nosh And yeah I mean It's a, a player That has been plagued With injuries But has shown promise During when he has been healthy And who knows Right now um, Them brothers Starving Yeah I'm talking about <laughs> you Tree. They could definitely Use a striker right now I know Jimenez Is gonna be the guy But behind him Thinking about future Long term There's a spot for you My boy Yeah I know I thought would would do well to call Chicharito. Uh, just saying, man, just saying. Damn, that's like such an old head move, right there. That's like si hubieran traído el chicharo. like, and it's no, kind I of I chicharo,
0: is, you know, he's, you know, getting up there, but physically speaking, I think he's still he still got something in the tank, and you know, he's always had a nose for goal. And let's not forget, he kept. Uh, Raul Jimenez on the sideline for the longest
1: yeah but you know you could also argue I feel like Jimenez really hit his best football as soon as Chicharro was declining it worked out that way yeah I
0: mean football's not linear whereas like you're gonna you're just gonna keep developing sometimes you grow up you go down right right and uh you know well Jimenez
1: was a late bloomer yeah and that's the
0: thing you know it's like you know you never know sometimes you 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 don't lose it at 18-17 you Twenty three, twenty five, you know,
1: you know, you know, and then some. In some cases, you could be thirty seven. Slatan Ibra, yeah, that exactly. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean Slatan's had a very steady, oh, trajectory. Steady Eddie, huh? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that um, accounts for all of our transfer rumors and and official rumors. Um, but yeah, top bins.
0: Let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> Managers getting sacked, man.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Claudio
0: Ranieri. Sort of scary. Fuck. He was only in charge for three months.
1: Man. It's an evil world. Three months,
0: bang. It's an evil world we live in.
1: But- I, re- I remember
0: it like yesterday when we went to the uh, to the Premier League. FanFest. The, f-
1: the fan FanFest. Yeah, that's what it was called. And it was Ranieri's first game in charge. Yeah And Watford And he had an absolute belter Against uh, Everton The Toffees <laughs> Up the Toffees Yeah They oh. beat him 5-3 was it? Yeah That they did And um, you know They looked better It was champagne football No no That's ah, Pellegrini
0: man Come on Don't shoot. do that Don't do that ah, that's, <laughs> but that's yeah,
1: overrated uh, uh, oh, oh, But man. yeah man uh, ah. What was the What was the stat? 10 defeats In 13 games Ah <sighs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. The guy, the guy can be as charismatic as he wants. Can put a very attractive football there's not, display. There's
0: not a whole lot someone like Granieri can do with a team like Watford and with no time to train. See, during the season, you you're you're, main, you're maintaining. There's very little room to actually, you know, get your game plan going. Yeah, but that yeah. but that's the thing is. That, that's why they call in managers like Allardyce, you know, it's it's not necessarily a tactically fascinating game to watch. But the reason they call it pragmatic is because it's like, OK, we're going to do this for now with, with little nuances, right? Little little things that you can work on. But, you know, sitting back and defending is I wouldn't say easy because it does require a lot of discipline, but it doesn't also require a lot of teaching. And I think a team, uh, uh, a manager like Ranieri requires a lot of time and hands-on tinkering with his team, showing them, you know, the, the X's and O's of his game. You know, and, and it's and it's a tough out because I, I feel that Watford is a very talented team.
1: Yeah, they have potential. Individually,
0: they have, they have very good players. But, you know, they really couldn't put it together. And it sucks that he's the latest casualty and, you know, Losing ten matches in thirteen games. Well, that's
1: that's not fun, is it? No, not very good. Not, it's not. Uh, but yeah, I mean, sad to see him go. He's charismatic, you know. As they come, really a wise Premier guy. League winner. Premier League winner. Chicken dinner. Chicken chicken dinner. let you know? not
0: let's not address him without mentioning that he has success.
1: He's but, been there, done that. You know, and trophies in Syria done that too, <laughs> for real. He's got a nice resume. A Very good resume. Mancini's slightly clear, but you know, he's a lot closer than people think. But uh, yeah,
0: well, let's compare Mancini's wage. Ah, just kidding. Uh, well, <laughs> let's
1: let's compare Mancini's body shape. Yeah, it's over. That boy's jacked. Well, that boy's like twenty years younger, isn't he? <sighs> he looks like it, but he's really not, though. It's only about five years.
0: It's all in <laughs> cigarettes. No, but we'll talk about <laughs> who's replacing him. And I know it's your favorite. Uh, and it's a lot of people's favorites. To be fair. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, the Premier League FA is coming up with a fix to the nets, like anybody at a big five sporting goods would. Yeah. Zip ties. My favorite.
1: No, it affected the ball spin. I want a rematch. (laughs) Fuck, I did some bullshit like that.
0: No, no, I punctured the ball. Hey, man. Zip ties. Anyway. um, Conventional. You know know who's replacing Ranieri, right? At
1: Watford? Yeah. Roy Hodgson. He's top of the league. (laughs) Nah, not really, but... um, they're they're probably going to interview him, have him on the press, and he's going to be like, "Huh? Are they talking to me?" He's probably like all fucking like, they, yeah, he's, he's just he's like <laughs> um, uh, Joe Biden, <laughs> like barely present. <laughs> uh, it's kind of sad, but like that guy has so much love and respect in England. That yeah, no, he's super well respected. But well, for, yeah, one thing about England is they love respecting their elders, man. Like like hard. They, like, Sir well, Alex has a big say because.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. he's a legend, man. He's Aww. like the most winningest manager of all time. But he's but. no
1: English, is he? Nah, so as a thing. You, know, you know, Roy Hodgson, he's a national treasure. Well,
0: Roy Hodgson hasn't won since he won in what was it Sweden or whatever it was. Yeah, he might even have managed in in Scotland
1: too. He's kind of like Sam Allardyce Allard still. Like a lot of people use him as a relegation escapee.
0: Well, he knows the prem. He knows the players. He
1: knows the territory.
0: And like I said, you know, he like they they know their way around um, schemes and tactics that that are beneficial to the team. Ragnetti had Watford playing fine tuned. He had them playing football, football, not not this sit back
1: bullshit. Oh, but that's what the prem is all about.
0: <laughs> you know, you would think so, right? Sam
1: Allardyce, and that's
0: and that's why I don't think the prem is necessarily like above and beyond everybody else.
1: Yeah, but it's like then the the football is very
0: rudimentary sometimes.
1: You're Not a whole to, lot of teams
0: yeah. play like Burnley and 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 uh uh who else plays like that uh, at the moment?
1: I guess like in in the same league or, or just in we'll general, because like like, there's, like, yeah. West Broms and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, but they're exactly. not too different from, like, like, the La Coruñas of the world, you know? Like, yeah. the, the teams that play at the bottom of Spain or even the bottom of Germany, you know? But they'll do that against
0: the top top. They won't do that against each other. Wow, what a strike. Well, I mean, some, Zeech, take a bow.
1: Well, those are some of the most open games when you get like, you know, a Burnley West Brom. Yeah. But amongst I'm, themselves. No, amongst themselves, even Burnley still plays like that. Not really, actually. I, I You'd be surprised. You'd be I'm, surprised. But I mean, against a, a top half team. Yeah, for sure. But I'm saying like I, that was one of the more interesting things. They got players like Max Cornet now, but they play a pragmatic team. They're going to have a little more nuts to go forward. That's natural. It's like in boxing. You have well, to, they have you have to. Yeah. Yeah. You got two counter punches. Both of you are not going to sit in your shell. Yeah, that wouldn't be football, especially because the thing is, you invite a team to come into your area, like like West Brom. They don't even know what to do. So if you sit back on them, like it's it's a good tactic, but it's not really going to well, help I, you.
0: I think there are stats that that are out there that show Burnley, uh, even like by far and beyond, are just like a long ball, like as a progression.
1: Yeah, that's their style. Yeah, damn, but, I What mean, a in, in, in terms Damn, son. In, in terms of playing, like uh, a lot of men in the box, so they're not the only teams that do that. There's so many around the world. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah. I mean, from mm-hmm. from
1: being a one way attack, yeah, for sure. And and they've never had a significant season. They just barely get by. That's a relegation bound team.
0: Yeah, they're, I mean, they're like you know Aston Villa that one year. They're, they're celebrating that they stayed up.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean,
0: I hope they go down this season.
1: Yeah, we'll Wanna have see to see it. what happens, but you know Watford. I, I don't know; they're looking kind of shaky now, and it's Watford only- are
0: bad. They're in bad shape, and I don't honestly. I don't know if uh, Hodgson uh, is really the the answer to that. No, he's not she, the answer. She was about to repeat this fucking guy.
1: Um, um, but you know, I think he's. Um, have you seen Lukaku? Yeah, he started the game. Oh, in fact, right, the right. I mean,
0: like, have you seen him like in any
1: dangerous moment? Not many players from Chelsea, to be fair. Um, I think all their shots, or their powerful, or most testing shots have come from just outside the box. Um, but, you know, I, I think uh, Lukaku that's depends on Werner service. Effect. Yeah, well, I mean, he depends on service. At least Werner can actually dribble into great positions. That's he's what just, I mean. He's just a bottler, you that's know? The, that's the Werner effect. Yeah, and and I think... If
0: you're looking at him to finish for you, that's probably not the move.
1: yeah. And and if you're looking at Lukaku to create a play, it's probably not the best idea either. Unless it's in transition, which he actually manages hold that well. Hold up, hold up. Wendy. Wait. Yeah, but come on, Chelsea. Let's have it, boys. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, y nada. Yeah, and I think no other sacking's right. No, no. None no, that I know. Of. No sackings without the backing, but some Arsenal fans want Arteta out again. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's a very
0: vicious cycle with Arsenal. They
1: they drew against Burnley, and that's enough to have them. Well, they haven't it.
0: scored in three matches. Well, um, at least uh, one of them was a clean sheet, though. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a very it's a very vicious cycle. Let let, let me paint this Arsenal for you. They win. Oh, we, we trust the process. Uh, They lose a spirited game It's like, well, we're doing good and Then they draw or lose two teams Like, fuck, I get that out And it starts all over again
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's like my three life phase.
0: It's a three-phase uh triangle, I guess
1: Yeah Like your life? Yeah, it's like, oh man, don't even trip She's not the one <laughs> Wait, there's a chance Knock on the door, somebody's there <sighs> Rinse, repeat Ah, nah, just kidding, man. <laughs> that, that, could be, that couldn't be further from the truth, to be fair. But nah, it's, it's like you know what to expect with Arsenal. Um, but, you know, they've shown signs of progression. It's just people get spoiled. They went on a nice winning streak. Uh, enjoy that, but you got to enjoy the lows too. Let, let me ask you a question
0: about Arsenal. How attractive is Arsenal to a superstar?
1: Well, that really depends on an individual basis. Do you value history? you know icons that have played at the club are you about your money do you see a future well i guess that really depends but i think these days players really do focus on the monetary value and how much they're going to be paid to maximize whatever um, you know career income they plan on attaining um so uh truth be told ah, it's a very so i'll say players these days in, but the better you are, the more you can defend.
0: The more you can demand, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, a, and it's that's not, it's not thing. rocket
1: science for for players. It's sad, but that's really how it works. It's like a BMW is going to be worth that, and and a fucking Lambo is worth that because that's what it is, and they only have so many of those. But a Ford Focus, you know, you can you can find that for relatively cheap. So yeah, you can maybe you can come to the club. A Lambo, we can't quite afford that. We got to settle down. So it's like it's like cars, man. But I think Arsenal can afford that. I think Arsenal. Are- I don't know, but that their their owners haven't shown us that they they're willing to go for a big superstar. Like there hasn't been a serious uh, launch for a player of that value, with the exception of Lahovich, but it didn't work. And I and we talked about this, but I believe for reasons of comfort and, and you know just tradition and where he's at, he probably maybe even and- money
0: too, man. Because
1: Juve, they They're no poor reports. old man
0: on the corner are they? Yeah, for all the reports that we hear, they they still got they still
1: got money. And that Amazon, you know, doc they did. Oh, they had to get a nice payout for that. But
0: Arsenal are in the dock this next coming season too.
1: Yeah, but Cronky has some new, uh, you know, sculptures he wants to do for the Rams over at SoFi. Come ah, on, that's your team, right? Yes. Ah, uh, that, that OBJ is- money, that Bitcoin money. Christ. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I personally would like Arsenal. I think it has a positive value for the sense that now it's a place where you can develop. I mean, you look at Martinelli, Saka, Emil Smith Rowe. Can they become the next Dortmund? But but who's to say those those guys aren't going to be your next Henri, Pires Vieira?
0: Who's to say that? You still got older guard there. You still got Nicolas Pepe, who's whatever he's worth. You have all Ben White. Young. Ben White is there. Tierney is still developing. Tomiyasu uh, revelation. Obviously, uh, Aaron Ramsdale has been a revelation in the in the arches. So. Or
1: Tomoyasu, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she, that's right, Aspie. <laughs> you saw trying, how he was he, sneaking on his chest. Like. Yeah, he's,
0: he's a low-key shithouser. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's like uh, the general value Jordi Alba.
0: Oh, I wouldn't yeah. say that. Mm. I right, See, I wouldn't feel comfortable with Aspie being around my girl. Oh, see, yeah. Like in a one-on-one setting, like Jordi Alba, Yeah, he probably sounds like Alvin.
1: Robin no, in the no, 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 tío, ese es un hombre hecho y derecho, eh. <laughs> y nada, bueno, uh, that, that's a dude that will, he'll just like connive his way, like he he's the type of dude to send you the 4K video, if you know my reference. He's that type, but
0: how, <laughs> how, like how can, like how often does he get there? Is uh, my point. He's uh, more likely though and you're not gonna, and he's not gonna uh, let uh, me talk to that's you. That's crazy. Ah!
1: And then he just dips out. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> in, in, in the little uh in the little uh what's it called the little scooter moped uh,
1: with the little mo- yeah those are popular in catalonia oh yeah fair. yeah they, they very they very much are in uh, it's very much it's very much in in europe but um <laughs> but yeah and uh aspie uh a legend nonetheless i have to say top player yeah is he a world cup winner Did, was he there uh, man i want to say no but there's always Probably the off chance not. that he was a ball boy probably not yeah but you know his days at atleti i mean top top, top. one of the best fullbacks in the league Top um, Top. and then you know chelsea love digging in, in in atleti you know they they've had plenty of transfers with them and especially even at the fullback position honorable mentions felipe Luis, and uh yeah i mean shit what else do we got on the burner uh let's see here Um uh, before we get into the the
0: um, international matches uh I, um, well, we didn't really talk about that. We kind of, like, glossed over it. But Real Madrid is de- dipping into the young uh, Brazilian market once again.
1: Right, and right. They're, going for the
0: youngsters. They're going uh, towards a uh, very highly touted uh, uh, Brazilian from... Um, what, what team is he from?
1: Palmeiras? Palmeiras. Uh, Hendrickson. One of the best academies currently in Brazil. Uh, uh,
0: his uh, goal, goal per... Uh, I think goal per 90 is... Is out of it's this world. Pretty stupid. In the tournament that he just played, uh in, or in the season that he just played. But how many touches does it take him to get to that? Because um, Sargent does
1: it very with very little.
0: Yeah, but he also got the you know best player of the uh, of the uh, competition as well. Fair enough. Well, is Josh Sargent doing that? I, uh, I just need to know for my own.
1: Well, agenda. I'll tell you what he did do this weekend Scorpion Kick. Not a- very very few that can do that. Scorpion in the kick, cheese. It, wait wait wait. Hold on. Was it the weak leg? Um, you know, actually, I'm not. I don't remember. You're not at
0: liberty to discuss. Yeah. But I got
1: no. It's okay. It's a very American thing to plead the fifth. Yeah. His his uh his flexibility on the play. I mean, it was almost ballet, like uh, Puskas. Yeah. What a way to score your first goal in the prem, and then follow it up with the second. Weeks in. And you follow it up with 22 the second. Twenty two weeks in. To to get your team in better relegation position, you know. Hey relegation zone position I'm with it I'm with it no uh, no
0: no people are trying to thank Dean Smith no 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 sir it's Joss Sargent the American hot cheetah <laughs> anyway Real uh, Madrid are trying to get into uh, getting uh, they're getting finalization to the rights or the contract to Hendrickson 16 year old kid obviously not ready for the first team but you know there's ex- there's a history there with uh, Vinicius Rodrigo uh uh,
1: uh Renier who's uh, right now at Dortmund yeah and he's lighting it up is he <sighs> well rodrigos <laughs> rodrigo's lighting it up clearly <laughs> rodrigo's doing good vinicius yeah vinicius look, lucky you know, lucky, of lucky the season
0: Fuck's sake. um but yeah uh, you know we'll we'll see how that turns out uh, yeah, and this is and this is in direct uh Relation to Neymar because uh, Real Madrid were in very strong position to sign Neymar uh, when when all that was going down when he was still a youngster. Um, the year before he actually signed with uh, Barcelona, there's actually pictures of him in a uh, Madrid kit, and uh, you know he ended up going to Barcelona. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of rumors, a lot of shadiness that that's alleged there. I don't know. You know, uh, I'm sure everyone's heard about the story of uh, Barcelona paying for, paying their their parent his parents on on the side. Mm. And I'm sure it's not the first instance. Oh, yeah. dude, they're I'm not sure, the first I'm, club, dude, dude. I'm sure that shit happens all the time. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure it's just just because it happened to get to sway Neymar to Barcelona. You know, and that that number may fluctuate. You know, maybe maybe Madrid was willing to pay five hundred thousand. Or 750000 to his dad on the side, straight up, tax-free, or after-tax, versus uh, Barcelona willing to pay a million. It could be something that simple. But, yeah, I'm sure that shit happens all the time, especially with these South American guys, especially with the African guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, eso No, 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 eso sí. El dinero siempre. But, yeah, um, yeah Madrid just...
1: Tapping into that unlimited Brazilian market. Well, what are we to say though if, if his parents are start suddenly pulling up in like a Mercedes, Mercedes E Class and <laughs> suddenly start shopping at the nice supermarket and move out of the hood? <laughs> So are we can we make you, that the same assumption because you yeah. you want to throw shade at, at Barcelona I'm like my boy they're not the only club doing it
0: oh like I said I'm sure I'm, like, sure. I'm sure I'm sure Madrid were offering a certain amount to his dad and yeah. then Barcelona raised it that's all they just raised the stakes that's all that's hey, all it
1: is yeah EE EE like is like just, poker. E-E's gonna be like EE they, who knows yeah, what
0: well, they're doing you know Barcelona likes to whisper and uh, so does Madrid but that uh, badge
1: that, that badge though, that badge is heavy that badge though. Shit man, she would be looking good. <laughs> Shit. That's what I thought with Jovich, but hey man, sometimes players pull up in their butt. Sometimes man, sometimes you know it's weird, it just doesn't work out sometimes. That that's all. It's not you, it's it's me. Exactly. 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 Yeah, sometimes
0: kinda. sometimes it's not me, it's you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like how many players have or it's not good? us, it's her. How many times have a player has a player played good in his previous club stinks At his club And then when he gets sold He's playing good again You know Sometimes Mm. Sokaku Hey United Chelsea Chelsea Chelsea, Chelsea? Decent United shit Chelsea Maybe it's not us Maybe it's you Conte Maybe I need
1: you But uh Yeah Yeah That's uh (laughs) Where are we we coming from
0: Oh yeah Um, (laughs) Yeah that was one thing That we kind of glossed over Kind of wanted to mention that It's, um, there was someone on Twitter that was like, you know, at some point we got to stop looking at this as a transfers and business and looking at it. They're like grooming, 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 uh, if you don't know, it has a pedophilia context connotations to it. Low key. And, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to go that far.
1: Mm. It's not that serious. You understand what
0: pedophilia is, right? Yeah, yeah. But those okay. kids
1: are innocent, they're young. I mean they, they're helpless really. It's kinda sucks. It could they could be spitting.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then the abuse itself is it's there's there's levels, right?
1: Yeah. They're on com-
0: complete different ends. So I I don't like the context that it takes. Maybe we can say uh taking advantage.
1: <sighs> well, that's up for interpretation too, but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it always raises, raises question when marks. When you're
0: talking about money as well, you know, you, you, you are in a way swaying somebody to make a decision. Because more often than not, these players come from very uh, impoverished backgrounds. And, uh, you know, the allure of seven figures in your bank account or helping your family get out of these slums, these dangerous slums, is too much to say no to.
1: Know, whatever whatever club that
0: you're representing is yeah in any case uh let's talk about uh shit oh speaking of impoverishment um before we get into the games and previews or whatever uh, for uh, international break uh do
1: you know who this guy infantino is yeah i mean a great humanitarian uh yeah. advocate Mm -hmm. Um, You know Just a great leader um, Not only for The whole game as a whole But FIFA And I think that He only wants to bring More soccer for us So we can enjoy And it'll also help uh, Migrants that are Trying to illegally Cross borders In order to search For a better life It's gonna help them Too as well A tournament being played Nowhere near The immigrant border Is gonna be helping them (laughs) Fuck's sake uh, Crimean, state, is Crimean it Gianluigi
0: or Gian... Uh, Gianni.
1: Gianni. Gianni Infantino. Yeah. And with those statements, he sounds like an infant. Not yeah. quite grasping geopolitical issues and what they mean. It's almost, uh I would say, disrespect to people that genuinely have had to migrate due to financial hardship, due to, you know, genocide, uh, esca- diasporas. Yeah, escaping
0: uh, dictatorships, uh yeah. f- you know, whatever fascism that they're under. Yeah. Um, He was quoted as saying uh, something to the extent of, you know, we need the World Cup every two years to reach these uh, these African countries, you know, to get that interest. And I, I don't know what what the fuck else to keep them from, uh, you know, my refugee into these uh, Mediterranean uh, countries. Yeah, or crossing the Mediterranean Sea to get into the countries in Europe. Like, dude, are you, are you fucking stupid? How much opportunity? Like you said, like <laughs> the World Cup is not guaranteed to be in Africa every year, right? Yeah, every every chance. <laughs> and and not even that is. Are we going to put them in, in those Mediterranean countries? <laughs> is that going to fix everything? a lot of a lot of times a lot of there's a ton of examples it's just ironic in every sense yeah there's a lot of examples when there's a world cup right the fifa puts a certain amount of money but then the rest of the money comes from the city or the country to build the stadium or to you know you know just offer the hosting brazil is one great example even south africa a little further back those stadiums were built and financed and now they're abandoned. Yeah, they created jobs for a very little bit of a time, but after that, you know, those they're 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 really just monuments at this point. Just you know, relics of of a of a tournament that happened at, at some point in their history, but they weren't necessarily hugely beneficial in the long term.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. that, that's such a fucking absurd ass. Way of rationalizing a a, a
1: biennial, or was it bi? Yeah, biennial. Yeah, biennial biennial World Cup. It's stupid. Uh, And it's ironic too because the building of the stadiums in Qatar, sanctioned by FIFA, benefited off migration. So, uh, (laughs) in any case, how would it even benefit it? It's just a tone deaf statement and i think it's really for the people that aren't educated it's just like a buzzword that they can be like oh he he's doing it for the good without rationally thinking about what he's really saying and he's just you know he's just trying to validate he's tugging at anything really to try to validate the biennial world cup even kind of making up fake scenarios like that like migration is not going to be affected by a tournament held in the winter or, you know, even held every two years. it's People are going to do what they have to do regardless of what's going on with football sometimes.
0: Yeah, and I have a feeling that the World Cup is going to start swinging. Like, it's not necessarily going to be every two years. It's going to, like, sometimes it's going to be every two years. Other times it's going to be maybe two and a half years. And then after that one, it's going to be one and a half years. Shit. You know what I mean? Oh, well, to to make up for the shift of the mm-hmm. timing. Yeah, because... Yeah. I think they're going to start accommodating countries that, that have it in in their winter. Or, I'm sorry, their summer. You know what I mean? Because traditionally, it's always been in the European summer. Yeah. Or the Northern Hemisphere summer, because it's our summer, too. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just such a tone-deaf fucking thing to say, and it, it really doesn't make sense. But anyway, uh, let's do the um, the reviews, and then we'll get into some international break previews. Cheers Um, let's see here. Uh, fuck. Sorry, it's taking me a little while.
1: Ah, uh, no worries.
0: Ah, you're sorry, mate. Uh yeah, and then I guess the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, Norwich beats Watford. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Three
1: 0 Easy as you like. Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent. Sargent's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Sargent's on fire. Okay. Uh, damn.
0: Really scared. 22 games in, huh? That's all it took.
1: Uh, Fucking hell. Everybody just... <laughs> He's charismatic. What can you do? Is he? How, can you, how can't you charm over that Midwest accent? Uh, I... I
0: Happen ah. to just have, dis- have disdain for that. Ah shit! I don't dude. like it.
1: Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Say how you really feel. Um,
0: Aston Villa beats uh, Everton one uh, uh, nil. Uh, Everton's are they in a s- situation where they might get relegated too? Oh, uh,
1: that's a bit far fetched to be fair, but I, I think they'll stay up. They're nineteen points, man. They they're have only- too much. They have too much talent, man. They do have two games in hand, but the other teams have games in hand too. I don't know, man. It's like in America when there's a big corporation going through bankruptcy. Well, that company that company is classified as too big to fail, and that's how I feel about Everton. They're too big, big fan base, big city, big history, up the fucking tall. I'm yeah? sure. I'm sure uh,
0: there was a boardroom in Sunderland that said the same thing a few years ago.
1: Woo-hoo. The Black Cats. Well, mismanagement of funds. Was an issue there And I don't see that Happening in Everton Well No they spent a lot On players And I think they can Continue this. And their managers That t- that too The managers aren't Quite working but All they need is One good one Uh Do I see a move for A certain Graham Potter Next season Shit don't sleep I wouldn't go to That shit show <laughs> Fucking
0: hell Uh Uh Moving enough. on a Brentford beat Or no I'm sorry
1: a Wolves Whoa. beat Brentford 2-1 yeah man that midfield for wolves is just terrifying so class, yeah, but um yeah good result for wolves who continue kind of just bossing that mid table, and yeah, just just proper team Junior, uh, julian uh log I mean shit, what a player or was it bruno log bruno log bruno log yeah, bruno log, yeah, yeah. So. um next match we had uh Newcastle beat Leeds via a set piece goal from uh Voldemort aka John Joe Shelby um what a player he's got huh? Alopecia man leave him alone Aww. damn I mean that didn't that didn't stop KG from clowning Villanueva you remember Charlie <laughs> Villanueva Ah, that's a bit harsh in it Ah, oh, dude, oh, dude I love
0: that interaction's hilarious to me <laughs> I don't wanna say it uh, I don't wanna be that guy dude <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, that's grimy. Uh, anywho, I meant he was cancerous to uh, his teeth. <laughs> uh, uh, he backtracked. But you know that's like kind of believable too. But it's like uh, yeah, uh, not Charlie but <laughs> though. Uh, yeah, it's kind of you're just guilty off the rip at that point. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh man, but um, anywho, uh, yeah, good result oh, for Newcastle. Shit. I mean, Leeds just sinking, man. I mean, they're still good enough to stay up, but man, they're they're pretty bad right now. They're
0: good enough because all the other teams are bad
1: enough, but yeah, um, bad result for them. Uh, next match, United against United, you know, West Ham, Manu, and it was in the dying embers of the game where Marcus Rashford, the number ten, Marcus Rashford, MBE, gets <laughs> in Baby, He's game winner, buzzer, he called game. Oh, he's clutch. (laughs) Uh, Good result. Much needed three points. They had been struggling against a good team nonetheless. So defensively, good good game. It was a good game. And Rangnick at the wheel. That's right. Yeah, good result for United. Next match, Southampton City. Wow. First off, fabulous goal, Kyle Walker-Peters. I mean, just a great transition goal. And he caught it so beautifully off the half volley, I think. You know, I will mean.
0: say though before before you move past uh, the United West Ham game is uh, Declan Rice. What a player!
1: Oh, he's. I think
0: there's going to be a bidding war for him this summer, and every big club is going to be involved. Right. Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, well, uh, Manchester United, and City. No, in oh. the Prem. Oh, in
1: the Prem. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm gonna sound crazy, but I think uh, 110
1: is gonna do it. We're gonna hear that figure for Declan Rice. Could be, could be, and a, that's a boggin. I mean, it's that's not a bad price. I mean, you just know West Ham are gonna. It to is a bad him.
0: price. I don't think he's worth 100, whatever. But you I know, mean, because because of you know that's well, what players are going for these yeah, days. Yeah, the context, you know, that that everything that's
1: surrounding him English. Obviously, going from a strong team. <laughs> it's funny because he's Irish as well, and so is Grealish. And they're mm-hmm. like 100, min, 100 million pound midfielders thereabouts. Um, and who, who yeah, Cleveland looks
0: good. Who could have chosen to represent Ireland?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Ireland does doesn't. Have thankfully,
0: much. for themselves, probably they didn't. Because uh, then be they'd just Aaron Whamsies. Well, they, they'd be. Uh, Tierneys and Robertson's oh well, yeah, Matt rich and McGinn's, and yeah, anyway, um I think he's going to go for a lot of money,
1: yeah, no, I think I, he I, is going for and, sure unless he runs out his contract,
0: but I don't see that happening no, he's going this summer in my in my estimation yeah. anyway, what the fuck do I know? I wonder who would pay that much though the big clubs every big club could use a Declan rice could use Declan Rice.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh like that those the figures being put out are just insane, you know. Mhm. But, you know, anything can happen. Could they afford them? Is that my business? I'm sure oh, they'll have the
0: money to do it. And West Ham I mean they they probably you know, sit around 12th and 13th for a few seasons, but I'm sure they'll put that money to good use.
1: Yeah anyway
0: southampton man city won one
1: yeah yeah um kyle walker peters with a nice half volley mm-hmm. on transition yeah and you know from then on played a very tough you know defensive match city had their opportunities um you know they we already discussed this game a bit already so i won't go too deep into it but you know they equalized later via set piece and a good result for city in the long run they should be beating this team but, um, you know, considering they went down early, it was always an uphill battle from there. Despite creating a lot of chances as well, but, you know, good defense by Southampton.
0: Yeah, and then moving on, Arsenal uh, host Burnley for a nil-nil draw. Yep. Nothing to say there. Um, Liverpool beats Crystal Palace 3-1. Mm-hmm. Uh You know how, oh, I don't know if we were talking about this last week. Maybe not on the pod, but amongst ourselves. You know how um, Liverpool might... They haven't come to an agreement with Salah over his contract? Yeah. And he's obviously expiring and all this shit. Would you be surprised if they just said fuck it and went with Jota to move on?
1: Um. I would be surprised because I I think I still think they would go for a player to replace Salah besides Jota because I think ultimately Jota, despite him being able to play on the wing, I think he'll ulti- ultimately be the replacement for for
0: the, the the central player yeah yeah mm-hmm. so
1: I mean but I mean that's possible at least for a, a temporary rental season, um and then maybe go after somebody else but I right. really think they'll go for like somebody well, like Luis Diaz
0: maybe they'll have their money just <clears throat> saved up for somebody for for another transfer yeah. I think so. I think that would be the wise thing to do because how long like you, you just have to estimate how much longer Salah can
1: really produce. Because 'cause it's been what, three, four seasons, four or five seasons now? Yeah, yeah. But you know, he takes great care of his body. I think he's one of those players that can get in play into those like thirty four thirty five years. Maybe not in the Prem, but I'm saying like he's still got a few years maybe. Uh, I think he's 31 right now. But but if you sign
0: him, right, you're not going to sign him to a 2 year, 3 year deal. You're you're signing him for 4 or 5 years.
1: I think a 3 year Minimum. deal would be adequate, but I mean, that, but that for would,
0: like a superstar like that, he's not going to take a 3 year deal. There's no way.
1: At that age you have to though. I mean, he's I 29, 30. Well, that's that's my point. Like whoever, he, yeah, but, but whoever gives you a $5, I mean, $5 a 5 year deal, they have to be sure as hell that you're going to continue improving. At that age, at least, I mean. Well, for his quality, I don't know if if there's really any other
0: like any other thing that he's gonna because th- there's ego involved too.
1: Yeah, but that th- when you gotta you gotta know you gotta know what you're asking for and read the room. At that age, some players do. I mean, Messi probably will get one. You know, players like that, Ronaldo. But even Ronaldo shortened his contracts as he went on, and I think that's just a trend as you get older. But, like, you put yourself in Liverpool's shoes and you can see why they wouldn't want to lock them up for four to five years. Yeah,
0: and that's what I mean is, like, maybe maybe Liverpool's going to be like, okay, we're going to hurt for a season, maybe two, <clears throat> but maybe we'll reinvest for someone
1: that's a lot more fresh. Yes, somebody you can give, them, give a five-, six-year deal to, you know? hmm Yeah, um, and, I, and they probably will do that, I think. I think I, players should start I doing I
0: smaller contracts, think, by the way. I think that Salah's <laughs> not coming back next season.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really... I, I don't know. I can't tell. It's really hard. I just don't know how Liverpool would react in, in these instances, you know?
0: Yeah, but Jota's, he's been playing great.
1: Yeah, he's one of the better players to of be the fair, season.
0: To And to be fair, he has played alongside Salah for a lot of those goals, so...
1: Yeah, and Mane and, and you know, Firmino. I mean, it's just, he has a very talented front three. And I think in the system that Klopp plays, they're going to eat always, you know? Um, yeah, and Jota because Jota was a top player at Wolves, but the numbers were not the same, and there's a reason why they you know? were good, but yeah, not nowhere near as good though. I right, mean, I mean quality quality helps a lot, and uh, but I, I still think um, he has a bright future in the league. You know, I think uh, he's one of those players that just ticks most of the boxes, and even in terms of uh, work his, ethic, uh, his
0: his uh, like spatial awareness to me is incredible. It's otherworldly. Well, it's that first touch he takes, right? The turn that he makes, because he knows exactly where the other player is, so he'll turn against it, and and or run into a good space. I mean, the guy, I really I really like Jota's game, even though he's kind of a like he seems kind of like a little bitch, but
1: yeah, <laughs> he is a pesky he, player. He, yeah, he uh, he plays good. Yeah, no, he he's, he's at the top level. Yeah, um, but uh, we we were talking about Liverpool.
0: Yeah, Liverpool wins three to one, and then uh, Leicester hosts Brighton for a one-one draw. Double hockey sticks. Is nothing there? big, nothing bad. And then Chelsea, we're watching in the background versus Tottenham. Puts a gets a clean sheet, man.
1: Yeah, good result. much Two needed off a
0: wonder goal from Ziyech uh, and uh, not a bad goal from uh, from Thiago Silva. Yeah. Yeah. Go Chelsea. Go Chelsea. <laughs> go Chelsea. <laughs> There's a international break so we won't be discussing any previews. But I will say that uh Liverpool also beat Arsenal for the Carabao. Yeah, that they so did. So Arsenal uh eliminated from from two uh English tournaments. So z- zero titles this season for Arsenal, right?
1: Um yeah. I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. Womp womp. Yeah. Can't okay. win one every year. Who okay. You know, uh, crazy stat, but I was just seeing like, uh, you know, a lot of the people on TalkSport discuss this, but Liverpool have never won, or they haven't won a domestic cup since 2016. Different manager, Brendan Rodgers at the time. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was interesting. You know, Klopp ha- hasn't managed to have that success domestically in England, apart from the league title. So, I mean, maybe this is their year where they can secure one, you know, for the That'd trophy counter. Be
0: yeah, because yeah, they're up against, uh,
1: oh, they're up against Chelsea. Yeah, it's a good it's a good match-off. I mean, really, Klopp only has two trophies in his time there, which is crazy. Like, I, I didn't, when they said that, I didn't believe that. And I was like, what? Oh, damn, yeah. really? But yeah. the two biggest you can want, though, but in separate ones. Yeah, moments.
0: yeah. And they were really close once obviously with that league
1: title oh twice really if you want to go to, back to brendan Rodgers, yeah but almost yeah but well, i mean quite. we're talking about klopp right oh in klopp era yeah but in klopp era they were close but you know yeah they brought it home though i mean you know
0: the they hadn't won the league in 30 years yeah. and then obviously the the champions league they went to the final twice though that i think that's significant as well Two years in a row.
1: Nobody, I don't. I don't think that's something to be. I mean, it's something to be proud of for sure. But I mean, if you don't win, and you don't. It's win it. not.
0: It's not a title, of course. Yeah. Um, what do you do to that? Maybe spraying the finger.
1: Yeah, but you know, historic moment for Liverpool, uh, for them to get one with Klopp. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good opportunity yeah yeah, for yeah good opportunity we'll we'll find out in a bit
0: um so moving on from that we'll talk some world cup qualifiers and get the fuck out all right <laughs> uh so Thursday tomorrow well we're talking about CONCACAF unless there's any other
1: yeah yeah qualifiers
0: yeah. that you want to refer to no nah, that's
1: good um USA hosting El Salvador yeah that should be an easy game for the US they're, they're going to be playing at home in cold temperature with a very strong lineup so i mean i just i just think they're going to boss it you know that midfield is terrorizing you got musa mckenney and adams harboring in the middle it's just i think one of the best midfielders midf- midfield's in CONCACAF if not the best and you know just yeah it's not even fair the more competitive match i think will be jamaica and mexico but I think Mexico would just have more experience, more unity to get past them. But that should be a very good one. Um, I don't know if you had any opinion on that one.
0: No, I want to see what kind of lineup Tata uh, has come out with. He's what? had a lot of time to think about <laughs> what rotations he wants to use, what 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 tactics wants to employ. So. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's, uh, you know, that that last one was kind of painful with the, the loss against U.S. It's been uh, a good two months since then. Two, almost three now. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <clears throat> nah. Oh, I mean, wait. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> uh, what a player. Uh, Brian Gill?
1: Brian Gill Salvatierra. Man, that dude looks like a player from the 80s.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that dirt on his lip. <laughs> yeah, Harry Winks, man, what a shit player. Then why is he still playing? F- He's British. Uh,
1: yeah. But um, yeah, uh, but ultimately, US I have a four 0 win. Uh, you. US versus El Salvador. Yeah. T- two three
0: nil. Fair enough. And Jamaica El Mexico just wants to score with you against long shots. Oof, we'll uh, that one's going to be more competitive I think two, Yeah 2-1 two, 2-1 one, two,
1: one. I wouldn't be surprised At a 2-0 uh, In That's Mexico's favor? Yeah Interesting
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, Next match uh, Honduras Canada uh, Canada Canada Yeah it. yeah yeah yeah. Well 2-0 Honduras is at home Yeah but and They're
0: a pretty good team And I think they got bad. over Their COVID issues
1: but they're 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 not that good this year. They're not
0: that good, but they're pretty good.
1: They're
0: nah, I I, I they're, mean they're they're pretty
1: good for their for their level. They're pretty good. They're they're. Literally, I mean they're not they're not at their best like that we've seen them. But they're literally ranked behind El Salvador, Panama. I mean they're just like they, talent wise, they're just they they don't really have football right now. It's weird, uncharacteristically historically. I totally agree. One of the better ones, but yeah, I don't know. Currently, I don't. I mean, aside from Choco Lozano, that's like their guy, and then after that, massive drop off. But you know, um,
0: they have they have, uh, they have okay players. They're not like, terrible. They're not they're not completely terrible like Costa Rica.
1: Oh, that's I think they're that's like around their level. In fact, but I mean,
0: that yeah. that that team is the yeah. bottom
1: scruff, El Salvador included. You know, it's like um, it's just. I just think Canada Canada is just too good. I think it's a one one draw. Uh, I have two nil, possibly three nil. Um, they, you know Canada is the the group leaders for a reason, and I feel like they've been bossing this whole table. To be fair, uh, I wouldn't say bossing. Oh well, it's reflected on the table. They're up. They're number one. They're number one. Not second. They're not number. one. Almost They're not say, bossing it. Al- almost ain't they, good they've, enough. They've lost games. Not a lot actually. They've actually managed decent results against the U.S. Decent result against Mexico I mean, it's just I'm saying like It's clear that they're They almost have their ticket in They're good Yeah, no I think I think it's the three The the three-headed dragon Right Um, But I I just I just think that they'll win That's And I think the next match Is much more competitive Although I'll give the upper hand To Panama Yeah, Panama is a Sneaky good team I'd say I'd say they're They're really good actually They're better than Honduras For sure Yeah Better than... I think they they're might have a chance at nabbing that last spot. I'm talking about that fourth position. Um, yeah. with a playoff round. But, um, yeah, I, I have uh, Panama winning 2-1. I think that should be close That's to fair, move. yeah. 2-1, yeah. 2-0. F- fair enough. And right then there. on
0: Sunday, uh, Canada versus USA. That's a that's a good one, and Canada's at home for that one.
1: Yeah. Home, I don't know how much more different it is than uh, what USA's calling home. It's very similar. I think... Um, well, the, the glaring miss is is Alfonso Davies, and I think that's an area where the U.S. is gonna target. They have good players on both wings. Timo Weah has been playing pretty well for for Lil. I think they're gonna make it a, a nightmare for them. I could see it either being a draw or a narrow U.S. win, but I'm gonna go with the U.S. win three two. Damn, that's a lot of goals. Yeah, I mean, uh, with with teams that are both teams that are really missing defenders, but more importantly, you know. Canada who actually don't have that great of a defense but they're they they usually get carried by their bright attack Kyle Larin um you know Jonathan David and so forth De Hoylet. um but yeah uh like I said that's my US prediction um I don't know if you have one I'll say US um 1-0 <laughs> 1-0 fair enough uh next match Mexico Costa Rica I think this should be a game Mexico That's needs. cake. Yeah, this is a, a must win.
0: This is going to trick people into thinking um, Mexico are for real. Chucky's going to get a brace probably. And, I don't know, uh, Antuna or something. And yeah. it's going to be 3-0, 4-0. Because Costa Rica, honestly, is, uh, they're not that good right now.
1: No, I don't think they're that good. Yeah, I think Mexico wins this company. They don't, they,
0: don't they don't even have prospects.
1: Yeah, not that I know of. But I see, like, a comfortable 2-0 win for Mexico. Maybe more, but I think 2-0 for sure. Um, next match, uh, Panama, Jamaica. That's a very good one as well. I'll, I'll have a draw on this one, though. I'll go 2-2. Um, same, yeah, no, same. Next match, and that this one's much better. I like it because of the rivalry implications. Um, I'll give it to El Salvador, 2-1. I think um, they're just better than Honduras. Not only in terms of results, but I think last time they played, um, El Salvador played really well. Is it a rivalry? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a it's a two countries that in fact had a whole war over soccer. Um, like over a little soccer. Well, it was a it was one of the factors. Yeah, it's it's revolved <laughs> around soccer. I um, like that.
0: Yeah. I don't. Uh, I
1: mean, I don't. Two, two. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I
0: don't really. Because I I I remember seeing Honduras and thinking they're pretty good. I don't remember which game it was, but I but I was kind of convinced that they, they were a pretty good side.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I have nothing to gather that from. They, they've played pretty bad, in my opinion. But, I mean, one thing that they do have is physical ability. They have big guys, you know, able guys. So, that's one area where they'll always test you. But, yeah. I'll, I'll take 2-1 uh, El Salvador.
0: I'll take a 2-2. Two, two. And uh, we'll go on to Wednesday, the 2nd. Jamaica hosting uh Costa Rica. I don't know, that's a I don't know. Another 2-3-0.
1: Yeah, 2-3-0. Maybe nil.
0: one goal for Costa Rica just based off experience, but Yeah, Jamaica's they're good. You know they they're called they're calling their best players now and Mikel Antonio and Leon Bailey, they're they're starting to show up.
1: Yeah, they're not as good as uh, some people might think they could be and that might be due to the injuries. Yeah. yeah. But um, I still think they're better than Costa Rica. You know, yeah, 2-0 is good for me. Um, next match, uh, U.S. versus Honduras. Uh, I think that's easy money for U.S., 2-0. Yeah, easily. Could be more. I mean, like, last time they beat them, what, 4-1, 4-2?
0: Yeah, it
1: was, it, it was pretty. Uh,
0: I think that was a match that that had me beat. thinking that Honduras was pretty good. <laughs> Actually, that might be it. Yeah,
1: yeah, because because they
0: played them really well, and and US had no answers for the first half.
1: And then Pepe came on, and the rest was history. Well, it wasn't
0: because of Pepe, but yeah, sure.
1: Well, he put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I can't tell you that every other player would have done that. And I mean, what a debut! Hmm. But we can reflect on that later. Hmm. El Salvador, Canada, that boy. Um, I'll take. Uh, Canada for the win. I'd say this is they're just too good. Uh, 3-1. You 2-1. Know, around there, 2-1 possibly. Yeah. Uh, next match, Mexico-Panama. This is a very good game. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Panama always plays uh, Mexico really well.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I think they, they're just one of the better sides. It's not like when Mexico plays Costa Rica, you can surmise that they should win that. They will win that. This game, I think it, 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 border, it straddles the border of a tie, but I'll give the benefit of a doubt to, to Mexico. Uh, for the talent they have, for the history, and two I mean, I one, yeah, two one, I think is a is a comfortable result. Not a comfortable result. It's gonna, gonna be an iffy two one. Yeah, it's gonna be like one of those where you just like,
0: like, damn, that was an ugly goal, but we'll take it. Like when you go to a restaurant and you eat, and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have got that. I should have. I should have gone with with the yeah she got with the, the, the shrimp mix man but yeah. anyway
1: and then that's when your girl's like tell her tell her you don't like it or else I'm gonna tell her and she's like Man, yeah, like, you like didn't you, cook you it like, right you Like, uh, listen we don't get it for free just cause I don't like it <laughs> you know what I mean mm. <laughs> but to be fair at this one Chinese spot one time this chick had bought some Chinese food and she ate a good portion of it and she tried to return it she's like "No, nah, I'm not leaving till I get my money well actually you told me that story to be fair no the bitch ate the whole thing yeah. and she came back the <laughs> next day I was sitting there uh, <laughs> eating lunch
0: And the lady's like Okay where is it? She's like No no This was last night I ate it But I want my money back I'm like Yo <laughs> Yo I wanted to turn around I'm like No you don't get to do that uh, You don't get to do that I'm sorry Just don't come back uh, Don't
1: give them your business anymore But you know What damn, the fuck grimy Yeah <laughs> But um Yeah That's, that, that wraps it up for our Conca-Calf games Um Yeah I believe that we will win. I yeah, believe that's that the we worst will chant earlier. Timmy Howard.
0: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. Alright. Alright guys. That's the Bottle Talker Talk podcast. Um any any parting thoughts? No? No no. I mean let's have some good games, huh? Yeah, yeah. Come um, on, pulley god. Yeah shit. That guy. Come on, wonder guy. Come on! What are you gonna do? Yeah, and Wonder Kid. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, two mics, two pints. Like two guys, two mics, two pints. <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, Bottle talker talk number seventy nine coming at your ass like a sorceress. Bye.